Hello, and welcome to another episode of Powerful Inc.'s Startup Stories. Today, I'm speaking with Brittany Budd, the queen of content, or the content queen. Brittany was a stockbroker who left her job to start her own business and is crushing it. I met her in a Facebook group when I was looking for guests for this series, and I just felt this instant draw to her. She presents with such power and confidence and pink and really stands in who she is um, and has just established an incredible, incredible business um, in her zone of genius, if you will. And so I'm so excited to speak with her today about her journey so far and what's happening behind the scenes of all of this success. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So tell us a bit about your, you know, your story, your bio and how you, even how you became a stockbroker, like what drew you to that and how did you leverage that into your business today? Yeah, I'd love to. So like she said, I'm Brittany Budd. I live in Eastern Canada. I'm a wife and I am a mom. I have three little people here on earth and I've got two baby girls in heaven And I was a stockbroker for seven years before becoming the content queen. I've been a mindset and business coach for coming up on three years. And it has been an amazing journey. Everyone always thinks it's so funny that I come from stocks. Like when you see me, like young woman, pink hair, lots of kids. (laughs) What Mm. were you ever in stocks and the finance world? And the short answer is my dad. Um, You know, he, he started in this business 30 some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. And when we got pregnant with our first child, which is my oldest, he's eight. He came to me and said, you don't want to work a normal job the rest of your life. Why don't you take this time and get your licenses and come and work with me? And I was like, that sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> like I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit. I remember okay. being very, very young, like six or seven years old and thinking to myself, I want to make six figures. And I had no idea what I was saying. I didn't know what it meant. I just heard Mm. my dad talk about Mm. it. And I was like, I want that. I really, really want that. And like I said, I, I, it was big, big numbers to me. I just knew he wanted it. I want it too. Like we have, we're both very ambitious people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so while I was pregnant and on maternity leave, I did exactly that. I got all of my licenses and accreditations and court courses and whatever else. I've got all these beautiful certificates and frames, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but they're off the walls now. Um, I did it for seven years and I loved it. I appreciated the opportunity a million percent, but it was really hard to be taken seriously because Mm -hmm. of my appearance being a young mom with pink Mm -hmm. hair everyone kind of thinks of stockbrokers and finance and you either go straight to older white man in a suit mm-hmm. or maybe a younger, but also white man in a suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that just wasn't me. And anytime I would be at appointments or meetings or conferences, people just assumed that I was there as my father's proxy to take notes. Right. Right. And I had to be like, Mm-mm-mm, I know exactly what's going on here. I belong at this table. I probably know more than some of you old guys because you're just kind of on autopilot. You know how to do your job and you're not up on the new, you know, the new things that are coming on the market and the new way people are thinking and things like that. 
And I very quickly found a heart for women, especially mothers Mm -hmm. who were trying to make a name for themselves. And, you know, he was old school. Like I remember the days of him renting a table in the mall to try to get clients. This is the nineties. And I was building my presence online. And so I very quickly had a lot of people, a lot of female business owners asking me, who did your branding? How did you create this personal brand? Who taught you marketing? How are you getting clients? And I noticed there was a huge hole. It's a smaller hole now (laughs) today's world, but there was a hole back then of people going, I don't know how to be online and get clients and customers and have a personal brand and market and Mm -hmm. create content and do all these things. Can you help me with that? And so I, right before the pandemic, I made the scary choice to walk away from the finance world and start my own company as a business coach and marketing consultant. And now here we are that first year I did 104K. Uh, The year after that, I did 250K. Last year I did 100K. Um, It wasn't the goal to make 100K last year. But we lost our second baby in March of last year. So that now I, that was the second little girl that's now up in heaven. And so for, you know, when we, when we lost the first one three years ago, I was diagnosed with secondary infertility and we went through IVF and we did all the things and it worked perfectly. And, you know, it was very triggering the first time we lost, I was diagnosed with PTSD. Um, Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. I was just at a normal appointment and we found out that the heartbeat that was there a few days before was no longer there. And so I had to be admitted and induced to have her. Um, So that was obviously very upsetting. So going through IVF and doing all of the injections and medications Mm -hmm. and tests and procedures that they do to you to prepare you for that only to get pregnant again and have the exact same situation happen Mm -hmm. where I was 17 weeks the first time I was 16 weeks with this one went to a normal appointment, the heartbeat was there, and then it wasn't. And then I had to have, you know, be admitted and induced to have that baby too. Yeah. And so for most of last year, right up until mid October, I was literally blacked out. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of on autopilot. From the outside looking in, you probably wouldn't know because I'm just so like running my business is just so ingrained in me, right? So I was still showing up online. I was still putting out content, but I was not taking on new clients because mentally I just had very little desire to talk to other humans. Mentally, emotionally, you know, trained. So just maintenance mode. Yeah, Maintenance mode, 100%. Taking care of my kids because my kids are still little. Like I said, my oldest is eight, my youngest is five. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they're still looking at me like, mom, Mm -hmm. this is very upsetting. I need a snack. Like, yeah. Totally, (laughs) totally don't get it. And so I was fortunate enough that the year before I did make quarter of a million because I lived on that money. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. whatever reserve I had, I lived on that money. And I think it's such a blessing that if I was, you know, at a day job within a few days, they would have been like, when are you coming back? And I was able to step away during the IVF process, step away while I was, you know, early pregnant and Mm -hmm. then step away while I grieved and repaired my mind, body, and soul from a second devastating loss. And so, yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's a, it's extensive of a backstory, but here we are. (laughs) Well, these are the things that shape us, right? Every single moment feeds in and, you know, my heart just 
goes out to you with the utmost sincerity and to go through that is is very difficult and it seems on the outside by because for our listeners like I can see her face we're doing this on zoom and I can see her face when we're chatting like there's some sort of I'm presuming uh, from how I'm reading you Brittany that you know you kind of surrendered and and gone through and there'll always be a hole in your heart but like you accept in some way that this is what's happened and that it must fit into something because usually when we experience these devastating things they happen to us because we can carry it and then help others heal through it as well right and in your case if it's through the business or you know in personal relationships of of the the rainbow baby world it must serve something and in the meantime like it's an example of the things that we go through when we're building a business Mm -hmm. and, you know, allows, or if you've set up your business in such a way, then the business can run while you need to go through these. And I think it would be really beneficial. Like you've got this extensive background in creating a business online. So from what I heard you say in your origin story, (laughs) I know I'm I'm loving that um, phrasing, uh, is that you started building your stockbroker business online. So you, you then were able to like cut and paste into a, um, another application of it with BrittanyBud.com. And if you guys want to Google her now, it's BrittanyBudBudd.com. And so you must have had some automations and some framework then in the original stockbroking business that you could copy over, I'm presuming, into this business of business coach and marketing. Is that right? How did Um, you, like, because for me, for example, if I want to scale to 100,000, which I do. Um, I need some systems in place, particularly as I'm still working full time, right? So if you're going from essentially $0 in this new online venture, then what things do you put in place to support you when you are largely the um, vessel of delivery, like the product itself? So I do things, um, much differently than most people. (laughs) Good. So for, I mean, for all of us, the way we show up online is how we get clients, right? The content that we're putting out written audio, just like this podcast video. Um, it doesn't matter what, um, you know, the, the model is, but what you're putting out is what people are drawn to. And so a lot of people will tell their clients to like batch out their content and schedule it. And that works for so many people. That does not work for me. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> usually if you see content from me online, it's because I literally just posted it myself. Like I sat there and wrote it and posted it in the moment. Like I don't even like leftover dinner, let alone a thought that I had three days ago. <laughs> and so, you know, as I was bu- building my presence, it's some of the first things that I was doing was obviously putting out content, um, sharing my knowledge. I don't 
gatekeep any of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I don't put mm-hmm. anything behind a paywall. There's nothing that you can't ask me and I won't answer for you. Um, so, you know, I do that differently. I, I post in the moment and I know that that's different. Um, I also was really intentional from the beginning of growing an audience mm-hmm. of people that I wanted in my world, people that I thought would potentially hire me. And so like, absolutely. I've always had those kind of marketing things in place. Mm -hmm. Um, but with respect to automation, like I'm very low key on automation. Um, my first year, my, I had one offer to work with me and it was $5,000 for six months. Mm -hmm. And that's what I sold from February 1st, which is when I started my business until like the end of the year, I think it was like mid December of 2020 that I raised my rates to 10 K. Okay. So all of that money was just me selling every day. Just book a call with me and let's work together one-on-one for six months. And the investment is five grand. Okay. So no sales page, no, like, no, regulars, okay. no. So oh. I, Oh, so I find you online. I'm like, this chick is it. I'm, I'm attracted <laughs> to her energy because, you know, if you guys don't know who Brittany Budd is, like I've been watching her since um, we connected in that Facebook group and you are so lively. And and I would say what's happening is you're so in flow and in the moment that you you can just create that like popcorn and come out and you you've you've given yourself the space and time to do that. Yeah. And I know um, like myself, it's two days later from a video I recorded between dropping off daughter and getting to work and all of this and now I'm still like waiting to post it and it's great but it feels a little bit different now as you say because this time has passed since and so I do batch out because of like having to hit home runs when I get those windows of time yeah um but in your case of doing that so I find you online I I sign up, I reach out, I send you what, a Facebook messenger, you just take yeah. anywhere. And I say, Brittany, I want to work together. And then you just say, fine, send me $5,000 to here. <laughs> and then it, it we get on the calendar. Quite, it wasn't quite that easy. Um, but like, I was not fancy. And I think that that's kind of a thing that gets people hooked up when they're when they're starting is, oh, I've got to have this fancy website, I've got to have this very like streamlined automation and like no I had a blog that I had started years Mm -hmm. ago it was on WordPress I didn't really know how to use it Mm -hmm. um so I didn't (laughs) I went into Calendly I created a Calendly account and I literally shared my Calendly link and people would book calls with me and Mm -hmm. we would talk about if we would be a good fit to work together it was not fancy or sexy or anything like mm-hmm. that if they said yes I would just send them a PayPal invoice mm-hmm. like it was very boring and basic but I think that like boring and basic works especially when you're first starting out you don't need yes. to spend hundreds yes. of dollars on a website exactly. and you know 20 to 50 dollars a month on all these different yes. 100 percent and Calendly and you know whatever else and adding a VA to your team I did it all and I still mostly do it all I have a VA she works five hours a month for me what what does she do so she repurposes my content onto Instagram for me and she creates graphics and she convinced me like late last year to let her move my website to Wix 
so yeah. she could make it prettier. So I'm not on WordPress anymore. Now I'm on Wix right. and she like builds out my website for me. And twice a week, she repurposes my content into emails for my email list. Okay. So she's, she's an amazing graphics person. She just does the things yeah. that I, I'm not good at. <laughs> well, perfect. As she should. Exactly. Exactly. So she does those things for me and she, I'm, I'm sure she just kind of batches it early in the month. And then if I need her, I reach out to her and she's just an absolute gem of a human. She's always readily available to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I still create all of the content myself and it's like, <laughs> it so, is what it is. It's just kind of my heart. Right. So, <laughs> so this is like you acting in full uh, connection to who you are and you're really yeah. just selling yourself. And I trained and certified as an online business manager, which is like this whole industry of project management and standard operating procedures and team hiring protocols and planning and all this stuff. And I love that. I was, I was, um, I'm a very strong Capricorn, always have been, have always been in like secretary, executive assistant type roles. So it was a natural progression in my whole origin story, which I'm going to do my own show about to put in here. Yeah, I, I like, hope so. Oh my God, I need my own startup story <laughs> on your <here. Duh. laughs> Um, And so <laughs> the point of this is for so long, I've been hanging on so tight to these um, like life rafts is what they've been for me. And, and now I'm starting to really release and relax into just keeping it more simple because when you're a startup and you're by yourself, you're going to be by yourself for probably two to three years is, is this yeah. pattern that I'm kind of seeing because <clears throat> when you hire somebody, there comes a greater responsibility and, you know, you want to grow into that and have some, predictability in your revenue so the other the simpler you can do things yourself the more you get to know your actual business yeah. and and I mean that not in the offer that you're selling but the um the life that you're creating as a business mm -hmm. because eventually it's possible or just the possibility of selling it one day is out there. And so if you were to sell your business, you want to think about it as in how would that get packaged up and go to somebody right. else and for how much and that sort of thing. And what um, supportive uh, workflows would be there. And keeping them simple means that, you know, they're easy for you to run. They're easy for someone else to run. It's easy to bring on a team member. It's easy to coach from what you're doing because you don't need a three-hour webinar on how to use Kajabi yeah. <laughs> or or HubSpot or any of those and there's also like it opens up the energy exchange between you and your business in being light and fun and coming really from who you are matching your energy right so in my business now I'm starting to peel back a lot of these things and make it more flowy but because I do work full-time some automations in place really help me yeah. double up my time or leverage my time when I have it um, but from the way I was running things to to my approaches now like I just feel 
so much more spacious and chill when I'm logging in to do things. And as a systems person, I've, I've created these simplified ways of having structure and support so that my business can serve me so that I can serve others, but that it's not complicated or tangled. And that, you know, I think is such an important part of remembering what we're doing when we get going, because you can fall down all these rabbit holes mm-hmm. of how to build a business and and what, like you said, what apps to buy, and then you're leaking money out on yeah. all these things. It could be costing you hundreds of dollars a month. And right? if there's no cash flow, that's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of money when you're first starting out. And this is like a nooks and crannies type of gig. Mm-hmm. To, be, to be leaking hundreds of dollars. I just don't see the value in that. So I was trying right. to tell people to do it for like a free, do it free. Mm-hmm. My, my first group coaching program, I said people, I didn't even have a business PayPal account. I had a personal PayPal account. I was like, here's my PayPal mm-hmm. me link. Please send me this m- amount of money if you mm-hmm. want to join. And then everyone that joined, I invited them into a Facebook group. And people did it. That's the crazy thing. People think no one's going to do that. They need a button. They need a cart. They need Mm -hmm. a beautiful sales page. Mm -hmm. No, I was Mm -hmm. like, if you go PayPal or pay.pal slash me dot link or whatever it is, and then just put in like $47, you're going to get a thing. People did it. Lots of people did it. So like, don't overthink it. Keep it so cheap. Make it free if you can keep it free. That helps you build an audience and helps you practice in the energy of what it's going to take to so-called onboard people to come and join you, right? Yeah. And um, it it will evolve over time. So in this exchange so far, Brittany, you were saying it, it was and it started. And has the systems in your business changed much? Or like, do you have a landing page now? What else goes with yeah. your website or what else do you do now you know, going into year three that you weren't doing at the beginning. Yeah. So I have a website now, like I said, I have Wix and it's so pretty. Um, I've got, you know, my homepage, my Mm -hmm. podcast links over Mm -hmm. there. So if you go to the podcast tab, all my podcast episodes are there, which is so handy. Um, my, both of my offers are on there to work with me one-on-one or my membership is there people in my membership can log into their portal from there Mm. so it's got tons of functionality and cute things going on um and absolutely it's it's obviously automated if someone you know clicks on these things and wants to buy you know someone buys into the membership Mm. let's say it's 100 bucks a month immediately a bunch of triggers start Mm -hmm. (laughs) start clicking and they get added to the portal and they get emails and workbooks and invitations to the Facebook group and all these little kind of things happen. And, you know, it's, it's far more streamlined at this point, but I didn't rush that stuff. Right. Like I, I was making the money and then I was looking at where do I want this to go? Mm -hmm. Like, what are my scalable offers? Like, what do I see as a long-term thing that I'd like to have in place? And then like, let's make it good from the beginning. Like let's, set it up properly. Right. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I've got some automations, but again, like I don't have like a big funnel or anything Mm -hmm. like that. You know, if you go on my website, there's no upsells, downsells, you know, there's freebies and they're just freebies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no, but wait, there's more. Like it's just, it's very, it's just very basic. And I, 
I do that on purpose because I think that beautiful, especially now being, you know, being around for this long, but also being in this business for the last three years, I think people are wanting more simplicity and they're wanting more humanness and more connection. And they don't love going into a funnel quite as much where, you know, I'm just trying to get this one thing and 10,000 other pop-ups are jumping mm-hmm. around and trying to make me add more things. And I keep clicking no. And it's like, and it's like, no, I I don't want to learn about this. I'm good. And it's like the passive aggressive. Like, <laughs> don't tell me. I'll tell you. <laughs> right. I'll make that choice. Kind of not into it anymore. I know I'm, I, I've never really been into it. So I'm just, you know, I try to keep it simple and easy for me and for my team. And when I'm, you know, helping clients go through the process, I love being able to say, I didn't do anything fancy, you guys. I just showed up online. (laughs) And I was like, hey, this is what I do. And this is how I can help people. If you want to work with me, book a call and let's talk. And it has served me very well, I think, for the last three years. And I think it'll continue to serve me well. These are the nuggets of gold. So let's go back. You've said, I do it on purpose. I do it aligned with the energy and the way that I want to be served. And I will continue to keep it simple because that's the kind of business that I want to run. Yeah. And you are the CEO of BrittanyBud.com and you do get to decide exactly how to build that. The other thing that my systems brain loves is that you're housing everything in one platform. Yeah. So Wix.com, um, if you guys don't know, you can load up digital products, you can host courses in there, you can have a membership portal. It's not very expensive. Um, there are add-on pieces, of course, but probably even at $1,000 a year, you can have, a, and this Canadian dollars, can have a very robust service package out of that website. And what's really nice about that is um, you have a very direct access to the content. There's not a lot of layers like you as the business owner to go in and manipulate things. It's very easy. And then you can create, you know, extensive amount of landing pages if you need to use them for different things. Um, And then you have this digital store where everything is kept together and that keeps it simple for you as well, which is absolutely wonderful. So, um, you know, the the way that you approach this, I would say that you're very aligned with who you are. I would then ask, how are you nurturing yourself? Who do you have a mentor? Do you have mastermind groups that you're in? Where are you feeding yourself um, to stay in this high vibe and be able to tap into all of that inner wisdom and ability? Um it's like a a muscle, right? It requires fitness routines, I guess. So what are you doing for yourself that way? So I have been a part of a mastermind for a few years now. It's the same mastermind. And it's a beautiful thing because I I love my coach. She's amazing. Um, But there are a good chunk of women that are in this mastermind who have been in it as long as I have. Mm -hmm. And so we have really formed some bonds together and you know like I said I've I've been in this for a few years now 
they really stepped up when I was going through my laws and poured love on me. And you have to have those communities where it's different because, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you're immediately a black sheep, right? Like no one understands why you're doing this (laughs) because there's so much risk involved. And why can't you just be happy with a normal nine to five? Why do you have to do this? (laughs) You know, lots of people don't understand your friends, your family, Mm -hmm. your spouse probably Mm -hmm. doesn't even understand. And so right out of the gate, it's extremely lonely. Mm -hmm. You're trying to do all the things. You're a solopreneur and you don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. A mompreneur, um, solopreneur, a mom, a wife, yeah. uh, all the things, all the roles, a sister, a friend. Exactly. You have to do everything. And now you've taken on <clears throat> your business, which a lot of people don't realize, you know, especially when they want to be coaches that, well, you're also marketing director, <laughs> sales, content creator, you're right, yes. content creator, bookkeeper, tech person, bookkeeper, all yeah, of these admin. things. Yeah, everything you have to do yeah. everything and yeah. you know we just kind of overlook it we're just like I'm just gonna get paid and I'm just gonna help people and that's just not not the truth um and so it it's detrimental you know whether you have a community of people that get you or not and the difference in the community that you as the leader of your business put yourself in is not the same as the community that you are leading no at all and that's like and it, like I know I get so energized by my exchanges but I need to feed myself in a different way to have the capacity and um connections and encouragement that I need to show up for them right so that's why I ask this question is how do you do that for yourself because it is so important yeah. To be, like you said, to be understood and to be um, nurtured and recharged and to kind of go behind the curtain a little bit because, you know, we we do want to share who we are and be vulnerable and, and speak to some of the challenges, but you also are expected to be the guiding light for those who are following you. And so there's a bit of responsibility there and tact in how you're going to reveal the behind the curtain with them. And we need places to fall apart or to scream from the rooftops that I closed four $10,000 contracts today, you know, won't be relatable to the people you're serving, but will be relatable to the sisterhood that are supporting you. Exactly. You're exactly right. So one of the other things that, um, we'd be curious to know one mentor that I engage with from time to time. Um, but I haven't paid. I'll just say it. Okay. It's okay. I don't pay her, but I love her and I buy some of her small end products, but she is fucking badass. She's amazing. And so we did a quick strategy call and she said something that just hit me so hard. Um, we met about 18 months ago online and she said, Mia, dude, like you're still, here a lot of women that started when we first met are not and so Brittany in your experience so far over the last two plus years what have you noticed about those who continue to grow and expand and create revenue as a result versus those who throw in the towel for lack of a better description yeah um 
I think the short answer is balance. Interesting. Um, I think that what you see for people quitting are people that hustled themselves to the point of breaking. Mm. And I think we saw a lot of that at the end of 2022. I saw a lot of six figure okay. earners walk away from their business and say a nine to five would be much less stressful. I'm out. Mm. And so you've got the one that that one side. And then if you want to swing all the way to the other side, the people that don't do enough. Right. Because unfortunately there are some, I'll put air quotes around feminine coaches who kind of position themselves as, well, I didn't have to do anything. I just, you know, have a bunch of orgasms and I just eat fruit on the beach and people are just magnetized to me. Uh I don't have to do anything. I just have to be, (laughs) and that's just really toxic too. Um, And so the people that end up leaving the industry, unfortunately have a skewed idea of what running a business quote unquote should be. And so they're either, either not doing nearly enough and thinking, well, if it's meant for me, it's just going to happen. Or like I said, swing to the other side, they're hustling their brains out. They're screaming Mm -hmm. at their kids. Every time they get interrupted, they're glued to their phones They're up all hours of the night Mm -hmm. trying to create something when it's kind of both. Mm -hmm. It has to be a balance of both. And it's not, it's not the work-life balance. It's the, the work and being balance. Like you have to show up and you have to trust. The work and the being balance. We are not our businesses. Right. Our worth, our sole purpose, our greater mission in life when we die is not going to be defined by how much revenue or how many people we served. That will be a legacy and that will be a fulfillment of our potential. But on top of that, to be our truest self is to just like relax and do it for the joy of doing it and not for a hustle or a pressure or a status or anything. And this is another part of where I am in my journey. So it it really is relatable and hits deep. And if we can bring that in as a startup, bring in that soul set, it's not even a mindset, bring that in, then I think it can help you lead yourself to that wonderful balance where you know that you're doing this for the joy of doing it. So for years, I'm like, I got to do this so I can quit my job. And now I'm like, I got to do this because I got to do this. Like it's an itch that won't go away. Mm -hmm. And that lets go. And and I'm still releasing a lot of the tension of that. Um, But let's go of so much energy that holds me back. And that is one of my, you know, big messages I really want people to hear in this is do it because it feels good, but don't, you like, you don't have to die on it. What you have to die on is knowing that you were right with yourself and that you expressed yourself and that you showed up for people that you love and that you showed up for yourself and that you, um, continued to experiment until things started to come together. Yeah. One question that I like to ask people when they kind of have this 
little bit of like a business existential crisis, right? Where they're kind of nice. like, I don't yeah, know what I'm doing. Am I quitting? Yeah. This is hard. I like to say, if starting today, you were yeah. never guaranteed another dime. Yeah. Would you still do this work? Mm-hmm. And if you can sit there and go, yeah, I would, I can't help myself. Then yeah. Why don't you lean on that and trust that if you would still do this work for free, you are destined to be paid mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. because that's just the an energetic exchange of value right like we can't yeah. show up in the world living our soul's purpose and helping people and not get paid for us people mm-hmm. want to pay us for those things yes. but if you knew that you would maybe never make another dime and you were like no uh, screw this i'm out then that probably wasn't your soul's purpose mm-hmm. because money's something that's come later in the world yeah. right mm-hmm. like there's plenty of places where people are living without it and are still delivering their soul's purpose. Exactly. When you separate those things, you can have money goals, but they don't have to get tangled up with what you're feeling, what you're being called to do or what you just must deliver or die. Mm-hmm. And, and that is where I try to create that distinction between the business and what you're offering through your business. Like they're exactly they're separate. It's a delivery method. Absolutely beautiful. Brittany, you're just a real treat to chat with. This was such an oh, incredible beautiful. exchange um, and so much value. And we covered a lot of different elements of it. Is there anything that you want to offer our listeners before we wrap up? I mean, yeah, if you want to come hang out with me, I'd love to see you on social media my big place is Facebook mm-hmm. Brittany Bud. it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to find me <laughs> yes. yeah. come and hang out I also have a free Facebook group where I give tons of value in there as well and it is called get fully booked go viral and get rich with your content I'd love to see you be a part of that community and thank you so much Tamir for having me thank you so much for joining me today it's been such a pleasure and I look forward to continuing um, following you and engaging with you online thank you me too